0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back into Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Us Post Coronavirus. Again, second time back in the studio, but I still can't believe we're here. We are here. And as long as neither one of us or Eric gets sick, we can continue.
1: <laughs> yes. So don't get too comfortable, yeah,
0: y'all. The thing is, like, <laughs> if we get sick, we really can't help it.
1: Yeah. And so. we have
0: definitely had bigger problems
1: on our hands. Exactly. So don't get, like I said, don't get too comfortable. That's beautiful. Um,
0: Honestly, we should have morale. More morale. Because this, th- we recently celebrated our third birthday.
1: Yes. Happy birthday to all.
0: Yes, that was our third brunch anniversary, and honestly, we're just so happy. I, I honestly, I'm so grateful. Can't believe so many people have continued to listen, and so many people have joined the you know brunch squad. <laughs> It sucks that this is all happening during a time where I'm absolutely emotionally drained because I'm like, my feelings are only inside. I can't Yeah, because
1: I was about to say, like, I would, like, on any other occasion, I would probably have, like, streamers, Mm -hmm. like a birthday hat, would have did my make. What the? (laughs) What the fuck? One (laughs) of the, so we're in a studio, and you know how they, like, soundproof rooms and it's like this um this blanket thing that helps with the sound and it just almost fell down on me yeah, so if the, pretty frightening <laughs> if it fall down on me the episode i'm probably just gonna pass away yeah and mm. this with this mic but um yeah like you i saying like we usually would like you know have streamer and stuff but it's such a weird ass time and I feel like you're a pervert if you pretend that it's
0: not. There we go. And I just feel like the times just keep getting stranger and stranger. Yeah. And, and I just keep trying to be happy.
1: Exactly. And like I don't want because I, I I just reevaluated looking at my own social media personally, and I feel like I haven't. Um. Even though right now my main focus is to, um, anyway, like put a light on um black owned businesses and stuff. So that's a lot of stuff that I've been engaging with. But excuse me, I feel like I haven't been sharing enough information and resources besides the GoFundMe and I don't want to be like that right now. I want to, you know, excuse me, keep putting those resources out, keep pumping it out, you know. Yeah. I don't want to um like seem um like vain or like oh, like that's I mean, well first of all for us not to derail anything from our brunch anniversary, but mm-hmm. I mean, like we said before, we are Black Girl Brunch, mm-hmm. um, and our blackness is, um, you know, that can't say it enough. Yeah, we can't say it enough. So um what was I about to say for black people, I feel like it's okay for us to, you know, take a break. If you want to, like, do your makeup, post that picture, you know, feeling yourself, if you want to, that is totally fine. If you want to, you know, uh, talk about other stuff on your social media and stuff, that is totally fine. But when the allies, the so-called allies and stuff like that, you know, want to take a step back and, like, you know, get... Back to work. Yeah. It's just, like, very um, off-putting because, um, um, even though it sucks, the black one of the points that um, the Black Panthers had made is that none of this is going to be possible unless we um, have a force with, like, middle-class white people and Mm -hmm. stuff like that because we actually, um, this, you know, sucks, but we, like, need them to push the message to get people that regularly wouldn't listen to us to listen to us. So I feel like if you are black, that it's okay to take a step back and, you know, do something nice for yourself and, you know, not want to focus on it because... Even if you're not posting on social media about it, it's still around you constantly. like my house is literally since you know the um death of George Floyd it's been a constant conversation literally every day, yeah, and I might be posting on social media about like you know me playing the Sims and like you know making a joke and stuff like that, but it's for me, it's not it goes beyond social media because it's it's I cannot turn my blackness off. Well, for the other people you are not black you still have work to do yeah. you have to do the homework you have to um keep on organizing things keep up with the donations keep up with this the uh uh educating your family and your your friends not try not to educate the your black friends and Maybe even, um, and also non black people of color, y'all still have work to do because an- anti blackness is um universal and it, um, everybody's anti black, even black, some black mm-hmm. people. Um, but that's besides the point. Um, I feel like y'all still, non black people of color, and white people still have work to do. You don't get a break, nope. Um, not right now not right now, and you don't get to say, I mean, I'm jumping ahead of myself um, a little bit because we are going to talk about this, but you don't get a chance to say um, I am emotionally overwhelmed and um XYZ and like I just want I had to take don't a get step turn back off, because so. we don't get to turn it off. It no. is a constant thing. Even with me, you know, everybody knows um I love playing the Sims and like when I was watching the Sims YouTubers F like when everything started happening, I was some of the some of the Sims YouTubers that I, I like watching are people that are not black, or um, like one of my favorite um, Sims YouTubers is um, a mixed girl that um, kind of feels she obviously she always says that she's mixed, like half black, but she doesn't feel like she was engulfed in black culture enough because I again because the fault of probably you know the white parent um, not um, making her feel included in that. But I was nervous watching that stuff because I'm like. What if they don't say anything about Black Lives Matter? And if they do say it, what if it's weird as shit? It's mm-hmm. not genuine. X Y Z. And this is something. This is something. This is something that I do for fun. This is my hobby, and my hobby has now become. Um, are you civil on my rights. side? Yeah, yeah. Are you? Yeah. Exactly. So like, I can't even watch vi- videos of people playing simulation games without even thinking like, is this person on my side? Is it genuine? Do they really? Are they only doing this because they care about followers and stuff? Thankfully, the you, the ones that I watch, nobody had to step on their neck about mm-hmm. it. They have raised money through streaming. Um, some of them have gone protesting. Um, they have, you know, made it very clear where they stand, and I don't feel like... It's fake. I feel like it's very genuine. Um, again, because nobody had to bully them into it. it. Was like they said stuff automatically. Yeah, they uh, but the, they knew it's the time. It's exactly. not the time to be quiet. So the fact that um, that this is um, uh, being black, you have to have these internal dialogues and these mental battles, even with stuff that's fun. Because for instance. I wanted to buy new makeup and I had to go on the makeup Instagram to see if they said anything. And again, Mm -hmm. if when they did say something was a weird as fuck, like, you know, so it's just stuff like that, um, that is constantly even, like I said, even if I'm like making jokes and like making a meme and stuff on social media, it's still outside of that. I still have this internal, like um, every black person still has an internal um, dialogue mm-hmm. of, like, can I engage in this? Is this fun um, for me? Does this person have my back? Is it genuine? Like, you know? So um, with that being said, despite all that, I am happy that we made it to three years. Um, that I was just thinking about it. It makes me it makes me excited because I remember, I think it was the read, they were saying that, like, their five-year mark, mm-hmm. that's when everything started popping off for them. And I feel like we're getting closer to, um, like, something sparking because it's, like, this three years and then, I mean, hopefully. uh, But, again, years go by so fast because I can't believe it's, like, been three years. So I feel like by year five, I feel like we definitely will, um, you know, be as successful as we want to be. And it feels good because we know who we are as podcasters, um and again, this is something that we'll like get along get into like later on in the show. Like um like influencers and like, you know, people like that that are like uh in social media like Lime and stuff. Um this year I feel good because I feel like we really realize who we are. Like um and I feel like we stand up for ourselves and we don't fold Mm-mm. um how people think we should be. Like for instance um excuse me um for instance i um well we both obviously would like to make money off of this just so this can be our um job this can be our job our sole source of income but when it comes to you know. And we talked about this multiple times, like the sponsor thing. We want something that's genuine and something that represents us. And it's very hard to, especially when you're somebody who doesn't have a lucrative income, to stand up and say no. And it's very easy to be like, oh, let's get into this, like, Let's talk about, and this is like no shade to anybody or any podcast or anything, but it doesn't feel genuine to us to be like, let's talk about. I mean, obviously, we love home goods and stuff like that, but to like talk about like mattresses or like how to build your website and yeah, stuff like that, I feel now. like that's not genuine for us. Nope. So I, it's,
0: it's just this model that everyone feels like they have to have to have, to have a podcast and I was like you don't have to follow that and I know a lot of people have been messaging us recently Mm -hmm. about like how to start a podcast and it's just like that's honestly everybody thinks about the sponsorships and Mm -hmm. it's exhausting it's not genuine it's like you don't have to do that decide what's best for you of course but you don't you don't have to do that there are other ways to kind of get money and we're still trying to figure it out but we know that that's not the way we want to do it it's just not genuine
1: exactly so I feel good about that like that we know we finally know who we are and it's not very like um like uh like pressed to become you know something I me for me personally I feel like things will work itself out um because seeing how we how our engagement is on um Instagram like how we have like I mean we hashtag stuff but like we haven't, like, bought any followers and how we have an organic following, you know, on both social media platforms, an organic following with um, our listeners. And um, I just feel good about that because I don't feel pressed to put on a show. No, because like, you have to maintain it. Exactly. Once and you it, start that, you have to maintain it. And it's straight, like- What I wanted to say was that, like, we don't have to put on a charade. That's what I know. Because you, you man. like people will start expecting you to be there
0: with all the time, and it's like the reason why you want to get away from your full time job. Not no shade to our jobs, but because we want to be ourselves all the time. But if you start being fake during this, this this time then what's it going to be but we we will get into that a little bit more later about like what we've learned but i do want to just say thank you so much to everyone like don't let the exhaustion in my voice fool you i am very thankful and i also want to say thank you to everyone uh who donated to our black girl brunch black girl give back fundraiser um if you haven't heard if you're not following us on social media if you don't have social media um, a lot of people have been asking like how they can donate to us just as individuals. Thank you, number one, for that. But um, of course, being the people we are, we felt that if you're gonna donate to us, like we please help us make something change in our community so we've decided to do the black girl give back where we fund money and we're going to give create care packages uh for people in north and west philly people who were already uh, resource insecure prior to COVID, but due to the unemployment due to everything going on with like the protesting a lot of people were put in even more challenging positions so if you haven't had a chance to donate if you haven't had a chance to share you can find the information on our uh instagram our the gofundme link um if you can't support right now we get that too This is a hard times for everyone we had a lot of people explain that to us and you don't have to explain do what you can if you do what you can you've done your best that's how i always think of things so again shouts to everyone who did whatever they could even if it was just sharing rather it was donating we appreciate you our original goal was three thousand um, dollars we're almost at five thousand now so if we can just get there I would feel so happy um and just fortunate to be able to to just make a few people people's life easier during these challenging times like we all just need each other's help right now mm-hmm. so yeah um because this is you know our third anniversary and because we are kind of getting back into the swing of things the show is still going to be a little bit uh, uh un- non-traditional so it's going to be some elements of what's familiar like the Sunken Place and Common Senses and Toast Versus but then we also are going to replace Tea Time uh, to talk about like to answer some questions that were asked on our social media thanks to everyone who submitted questions and we're also going to talk about Black Lives Matter a little bit more just kind of a Compare and con- contrast of how we felt during last uh, week's episode. So, of course, like uh, things haven't necessarily slowed down, and I'm so proud of everyone who has who are not giving up with these protests because we don't need to quit. We don't need to quit. People are having conversation the conversations we need them to have. Like, I heard that there was a real conversation between individuals on the View about defunding the police. We cannot let that make us slow down, though, because historically speaking, this always happens. After a riot, promises are made, and the promises don't usually become kept. And we have the, the promises aren't usually kept, and we have the benefit of hindsight. We really We have history to let us know this is a pattern. People make promises. They don't do it. And I think everyone's so smart these days, they're like, hell no, change it now. These are what we These are our asks. Change it now. So shouts to everyone who's doing that. Um, we also got this really cool piece of news today about New York's governor um, trying to create the 911 Amy Cooper false accusation bill. Pretty much meaning like people who, aka white women, who Period. call the police by customer service will be held accountable because technically. Now that's
1: that's throwing money down the drain. That really is, like, and also when you do that, you are you might as well just pull like, the trigger. Yeah, pull the trigger yourself. You just ask for somebody else to do it. Yeah, because you're
0: you're you're framing yourself to be in danger when you know that you are
1: exactly. And I, and I mean, obviously it started before this, but it just always comes back to for me. Emmett Till. It always comes back to Emmett Till for me and it should come back to Emmett Till for everyone if
0: you're woke you should be thinking about the one of the worst case scenarios of this. The worst case scenario of like the girl who cried woof. Someone lying even if she told the truth Emmett Till didn't deserve what he got but the fact that she lied absolutely made it uglier mm-hmm. and then went on to confess to lying later in her life but you know what I heard hell is hot, so I'm not too concerned about people like that. Period. But what I am concerned about is protecting people who are alive and well and minding their business and who don't deserve to have the police called on them. Mm-hmm. It, period. Now, I know in the past I have threatened to call security on like angry like white customers, and I maintain that because at the end of the day, if someone is yelling at me, I have to protect myself because I can't give them that same energy back without it being aggressive. Yep. So technically, me calling in security to mediate or calling a supervisor to mediate is not a waste of resources because I do understand that I am black in these spaces. And if I give people the same energy as they give me, even if it's rightful, I'm going to be held way more accountable than necessary. So it's like, I, you know, security is one thing, but calling the police like armed forces, come on. Like, just, no. So, shouts to the to governor for doing that. I hope other people follow the lead because you can't, You like, it's not your personal hotline. And what's funny to me is, like, not to be a complete snitch, but my grandma, unfortunately, has to witness people sell drugs, and she don't call the cops. So, <laughs> she technically sees them doing something that's illegal, and she's like, I ain't going to the cops because this is the system. This is how things are. But you want to call, the, but Amy Cooper wants to call the cops on somebody for bird watching. I'm Gillo- sick. Guillotine. I'm sick. Um, and also, uh, I guess this is all going to come up in common senses later. But we do want to say that it is okay to feel drained. It is okay to feel tired, and it is okay to feel like you need to talk about something else. I had to have the conversation with myself. Like I posted a selfie the other day, and I felt guilty. And I'm like, at the end of the day, it's okay to be happy about any about something right now it is
1: especially as a black woman
0: how is it that you can expect yourself to be in a complete and other like c- protest mode for t- for a week straight but then you're a terrible person because you take a break to post a selfie like that don't make sense and my one mentor at my job, told he told me to be just as radical about my happiness as I am about my anger. Mm-hmm. And I really needed to hear that because... That's a good one. Yeah, he told me to just be, be just as radical. Like, don't just be radical about anger. And then when it comes to happiness, you'd be like, no, nah, just a little bit. You start getting shy when it comes to happiness. Like, no, like, be radically happy. And I'm like, I actually am that kind of person a little bit. Like, I'm either... I'm always on one end of the scale, (laughs) never in the middle. So I'm like, when I do feel moments of joy, I feel a lot of it. And, like, I just don't think anyone should feel bad right now for wanting to smile. And I really do mean I don't think anyone. Because – that can lead to mental health issues if your body and your brain is telling you i'm sad i need to do something to make myself feel better and then you continue to do the the thing that makes you feel worse Mm -hmm. so it's okay to take a break if anything it makes you come back to the work stronger um yeah so that's just kind of like our little tidbit on black um black lives matter of course this is going to be ongoing you can't just all right, Black Lives Matter segment. Like, this is ongoing. This is on our minds, and we will continue to share. But speaking of Black excellence, we just want to give a shout out to our friend of the show, Toast for Assist, to our friend Jerome, friend of the show, friend in real life. Woo-hoo! Oh my gosh. So, our friend is going to get a kidney. Woo-hoo! He's going to get a new kidney. He has been going through dialysis. He has been working full-time. He's been taking care of himself. He has been cooking. Graduated Ivy League. He has graduated from an Ivy League school and has literally gone through more than a lot of people that I know but always has this really, really positive, fantastic, supportive, genuine energy. Yes. And I'm addicted to him.
1: And also, like, it's crazy because we really been friends since middle school and always been the same.
0: So, yeah, so and him have been friends since middle school, but you know how I do. <laughs> but seriously, some people you just can't help to be friends with. And yeah. Jerome is just so fucking funny. Period. Like, I just I just can't even explain how hard I laugh at his tweets. <laughs> and I'm just so happy and I'm praying that this can like your health just continues to you know flourish and you deserve it you really deserve to just be happy and healthy and we love you period we
1: love you we love you mamas
0: yes and speaking of jerome um he actually asked our first question <laughs> for the day so we're going to just get into some questions that were asked to us on twitter and um i'm gonna say facebook we're not on facebook Child. Uh <laughs> twitter and instagram <laughs> so he asks, do you like tempeh? <laughs> Which I thought was such a funny question. Um me? Like you just he was just curious, like, so what do y'all think about it? Do you like tempeh or what?
1: Personally, I do not like the texture of it. Mm-hmm. Um it, it feels to me like soft rocks in my mouth. And also I also have um <laughs> I have trauma with tempeh because Everybody know I was like one of the OG like, like not eating meat. Like I haven't been eating meat since I was like fifteen. So when I first stopped eating meat, my I was a teenager, and so I didn't grocery shop on my own. And my dad would just get random stuff that said mm-hmm. like vegetarian or like like non dairy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And when I first started, it's crazy because. That was like, was it like twelve years ago? Thirteen yeah, years ago. Oh my god, thirteen wow. years. Ago. I have not had meat in thirteen years. That's great. Ten years for me. That's crazy. So when uh, when I first stopped um eating meat, it was not all the stuff that we have now but was indeed. not around. So my dad got me tempeh, yeah. and got me tempeh um, bacon. So, I was always eating tempeh, just out of, that was the only thing I had to eat. And I didn't understand it. I didn't really know what I was eating. All I knew was that it wasn't meat. Yeah. So, I was constantly eating tempeh, something, like, imagine, first of all, I was 15, and that's not a fun thing to eat when you're a teenager (laughs)
0: i'm like like disgusted right now sorry
1: i was so i had no clue what was going on i really did i just eating it (laughs) so i don't i hate tempeh let
0: me just put that out there and the reason why i hate tempeh is because people always say tempeh bacon what is bacon bacon is what crispy Okay?
1: And it's not. So when
0: I never had bacon before, and I went to a restaurant, I think that when we went to the Tasty together for oh, your birthday, yeah. yeah, I ordered tempeh thinking that it's going to be crispy. Oh, I remember. And it wasn't. And it was just a smoky taste.
1: You were so upset. Y'all could have
0: put fucking liquid smoke on a piece of bread then and called it bacon. Or a paper towel. On anything. Because tempeh, I don't understand how anyone eats it. It's, I don't like it. It definitely has to be
1: a way. Leave me alone. It has to be Sorry, a way to the that cat. <laughs> he's so annoying. It's like stop picking with me. Leave I me know, alone. I know, but the thing is, did he freeze? Like he not doing
0: nothing. My thing is something the like the door was open for him to leave. He decided to stay here <coughs> and pick with me. The thing is, cats are usually chill, so I've never seen a cat that pick with people. This bitch. Just a bitchy kid. Such but a bitchy I'm kid. sorry, you were saying something about today.
1: So, I know there's probably a way that is made that is good, but, like, on my own, and the stuff that I had was not. And also, like, just having it from, like, when I was a kid and just being, like, not... Like, imagine eating something. Like, I, you decide, like, I'm not going to eat me, and you eat something, you don't understand it. Like, I feel like... The fact that I had no understanding what it was, like, it was a disconnect from, like, my taste buds and my brain. Mm. And I just was eating it because it was something to eat. Yeah, No, thank you. Tempeh absolutely sucks. So, no, thank you. It's definitely a no for me. Maybe. I don't know. I've seen people, like, fry tempeh. Like, no I don't thanks. know if that's different. Like, I don't know. Oh,
0: shit. I don't but understand the point of tempeh I don't or understand. how anyone finds it good.
1: Because it is. It's, it's like, fr- not fermented, but it's, like, Excuse me. It's soybean. So it's basically like tofu, but I forgot why it looks like that. I Keep forgot. Keep it. But the thing is, I don't like to count out, like, vegan foods because I'm like, there's going to be a time where I'm going to have to lean on it again. No. And when people are like, you know, when people ask that stupid ass question, I was like, if you're on a desert island, what? I'm like, I mean, yeah, I would eat tempeh. I mean, I would eat dog shit if I was <laughs> on a desert island. <laughs> I don't want to count it out.
0: I will. I hate some foods I don't like, and that tempeh is one of them. And peas, there are foods where I'm like, if I was was on a desert island, would I eat peas? Yeah. Along with sand, my sandal, I would eat anything. Yeah, And that's the category tempeh is in. That's a tempo. I would rather eat a sandal than eat tempeh. It's not good to me. It made me nauseous. And also I was I felt bamboozled. That's
1: hard.
0: I felt bamboozled because um
1: cuz they said it was bacon.
0: They said it was bacon and it wasn't crispy.
1: Yeah. That was true. it, it was,
0: marshmallows are 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 crispier than that. Cuz the
1: thing is when you try to make tempeh crispy it burns. Yeah,
0: fuck out of here. I don't know.
1: No tempeh for
0: me. Um uh another question. Will we do live shows again? I love... Live shows were so fun. I'm not going to lie. They really were fun. Pe- like, just seeing how funny, like, you all are was hilarious. Yeah, it hilarious. was, it was
1: fun. It. And I don't like talking on camera, but it was fun.
0: Yeah, just... It was a good time. Like, I do want to do it again. I don't know when. I think we just need to plan it and figure it out. Like, I, th- I do think that during these times we are still, you know, trying to get through the pandemic, like, and the race war and all the other, like, curveballs life keeps throwing at us. Mm-hmm. So it isn't uh, – we can't commit to, like – doing it every other week like we were before but still like just random conversations for sure that would be really cool yeah because it
1: was fun and i got i kinda miss it
0: i definitely miss it like especially because we had the gang like we had the same gang and they were talking back it was like instant feedback and the conversation just took on like a life of their own so i think it was cool and i think it was preparation for us to do like in-person shows when we can be in person again yeah um also, sorry, reading the next question. How has podcasting helped you improve on or discover skills and abilities that aren't podcast related? Um I think for me, podcasting has helped me to be a little bit more reflective because I am often a person who just speaks without thinking. I try my best to think, but sometimes like I just get passionate and I start talking. And I think that the podcast has kind of given me opportunity to think before I speak because it is recorded. Also, I think the podcast has helped me to realize that I need to have an outlet to where I speak and have a conversation and process that way. Because if I don't, if we miss a week at a podcast, my brain will be about to erupt with so many thoughts that I want to share. So I, I feel like that's what the podcast has just kind of taught me, like how to process and how to think before I speak.
1: Also, I feel like it made you good at designing graphics
0: Yes. Also helped me with design and graphics and understanding like social media voices because I do. I have done social media for a lot of accounts at this point. And I think that owning Black Girl Brunch's voice is what has helped me to identify what I'm trying to convey for other jobs, too. How about you?
1: Um, I feel like it's helped me, um, like, uh, I don't want to say loosen up a bit, but, like, um, Come get out to it, show. getting comfortable with talking and stuff because mm. I don't really like talking that much outside of, like, talking to my family or like, um, obviously friends and stuff. I like, because also, sometimes when I do say something, I sound crazy, and people are like, whoa, what the fuck, where did that come from? Um, But also, it made me feel okay to sound crazy. Like I don't really care how I sound to certain people, especially, it's like, like if you with me, you with me. If you're not, who gives a shit? But it's helped me, um, like, get comfortable especially like recently with like talking on live and stuff Cause so I don't even know it didn't look like it but like I don't really like talking on camera like that so it helped me um and I realized that I can um uh work in I wouldn't say like professional but I can be myself and it can be considered work mm-hmm. because for me that is something that's super important because I just feel like when I have to, like, act a certain way, it just, because, like, it's crazy, because, like, even, like, when I was in college, I didn't, the only social media I was really active on was uh, Tumblr, because I felt like it was easy to be, like, secretive on Mm -hmm. Tumblr, and I didn't post pictures that much, um, and only people that really followed me first was, like, people that knew me in real life. So, um, I felt like I couldn't be myself on, um... Facebook. On Facebook. I felt like I couldn't be myself on Instagram because I'm like, oh, like, um, because my dream job, I wanted to work for, like, Viacom, and I wanted Mm. to work for Saturday Night Live, and I'm like, oh, like, if I say, if I act like this, or... And it wasn't even, like, me being, like, um, radical in my... This is before I even knew, um, the only thing I was radical about was, like, animal rights stuff. Right. But I... Like, just me being, like, a character, um, I didn't want to really show that because I was like, oh, this can risk, like, you know, me getting a job, whatever. And now, like, with the podcast, I feel like I can say anything um, within reason. (laughs) But I feel like I can say a lot of, like, chaotic stuff. And people are like, oh, yeah, I feel that. Or like, oh, that's cool. Like, whatever. Um, It's making me more comfortable with that. Yeah. Also, um, it's making me want to do other stuff, like uh, like people are saying, like, oh, you should like stream, like game and stuff, and like all that. And I'm like, oh, like maybe I can do it because I don't really. Because it's so crazy. Because again, like maybe drifting off topic a little bit. Me and Emal always been trying to do something, and I remember, oh my gosh, it was so. I wish I don't know where that footage. I know where it is, but we. I remember we was in. On a third floor in Emma's house. Oh my God. and at her and mom mom's house and we were like trying to do something a web on show. YouTube a web show. I Carly
0: was, uh, uh, I Carly got to us and we yeah. was like, Yeah, we could do a web show. We could be like Sam and Carly. Yeah, if we were, were in high school. school like
1: and we were like talking and my little just, cousin wouldn't leave us alone. Yeah, and Deja we, was there. And we felt like it was so like even after we did it, we was like, That don't feel natural.
0: No, and you know what? Something we did when we were like 17 years old had us be like all right no we ain't we we, we can't be on camera ever again yeah. and that's so fucked up because it was like all right you were 17 like give yourself a break but when y'all when i say that if this video ever surfaced we are over it was so cringy it was like random dancing
1: oh my gosh it was so bad we were like, like randomly dancing and they're like
0: <laughs> that was fun anyway and I, real quick i just want to like think about like a lot of people recently have been messaging us asking a lot of black girls I want to start a podcast where do I start and I think you need to start what cringing okay because that's just what it is at first and that's what everything is and once you cringe and work through the uncomfortable parts of a new project and see the growth, give yourself some time to grow and be graceful, you start understanding that everything I do, if I keep at it, I will be good. If I keep at it, if I... (laughs) Wow, Pass guest in the middle of me having this great, mighty duck speech. Great. Um, if you are running and you're really slow, if you keep running, you'll get faster. If you're podcasting and you sound really weird, if you keep podcasting, it'll become easier. If you're on YouTube like me right now and you can't even say "Hello, guys, welcome on in" without fucking up five times, keep at it and it will come natural to you. But it's like it builds character to just un- to just make peace with the fact that you will cringe the first time you see yourself doing anything. That's not a reason to stop
1: exactly and like I had to be bullied um into uh like this? speaking because I like I just felt weird talking in front of a mic and now it's like so natural that like sometimes when I'm on a phone or like when I'm yes. <laughs> when I'm talking like if I'm just like sitting in the car with Imar next year I feel like I'll say like you listen y'all like I yes, just feel like <laughs> she does it all the time. I, it's I'm, so funny <laughs> I feel like I'm like talking in the mic um like um because me, I didn't, like, I had wanted to do something. But, like, for instance, like, I went to screenwriting for school because I don't want to be perceived. I don't want people to perceive me. And if I am perceived, I want to be in control of it. But now I'm starting to loosen up a bit about it. Like, I don't really, like, care for my voice. But, like, now I'm just, like, I don't care. Like, what yeah. the fuck am I going to do? Not talk? Like, yes, I, I don't have care. to talk.
0: And also, you
1: may not like your voice, but
0: a lot of people love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what if you loved your voice and everyone hated it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so also oh also I feel like despite despite me just messing up I feel like the podcast is like making me better at like talking and articulating because like I don't sometimes I have a hard time articulating what I want to say like my brain is like moving so it's easier for me to like maybe like type it out or tweet it and then like now I feel like this is like helping me like this is how you go about this X Y Z blah blah blah. Um, but wait, what were we talking about? We were talking about how this podcast like helped us. <laughs> but I wanted to say really quick that I feel like
0: before this, you would kind of give up in debates a little easier. Like I feel like if we were having like just like a basic conversation, if I said something, you like you're right, and I'm like no, I'm not right
1: i'm yeah, just saying i'd be, I'd, I'd be like yeah, i'd just be so tired but i feel I'm like just,
0: now that like you're being a little like it's different you're just kind of like standing and that, like okay no And i think this podcast kind of made you more comfortable with it because before it would be like you're right and i'm like no one's right it's just you know it's just like a conversation so i i see that development in you and that's like important because sometimes you be having points and I and I'll be wrong. I just be louder. So it's like just being loud don't make you right.
1: Cause sometimes I just don't like saying. So I'm like, all right, let me just keep it in my head. I'm just like, know. I'll like- be feeling like Melissa
0: McCarthy in uh, Bridesmaids with uh, Krista Wig when she was hitting her. She's like, that's how I'll be feeling towards you when you be like, I'm wrong. I'm like, trick her. Say it. No, you're not. You're not wrong. But
1: also, I have to unlearn that because, again, not to sound like, oh, I'm a cyber bully, whatever. But, like, on, like, it's so, I was listening to this, um another, like, Sims YouTuber that, like, I watch <laughs> or whatever. She's, uh, first of all, she's 19, and so she was on Tumblr, like, she was a young a kid, and she was talking about how she had to get off because first of all she's making fucking sims and build stuff and she is a little annoying but that's okay like who isn't annoying you don't have to tune in. exactly like i personally, don't I watch her videos, but I don't subscribe to them all the time, because I don't... Sometimes she, like, annoy me, but I'm like, mm-hmm. that's not really my audience, and I cannot deny that she's not, not talented. But anyway, people were flooding her inbox and stuff with hate and, like, all this stuff, and she had, like, anxiety, like, problems, and she had to, like, just get away from it, because they really was, like, like, sending her, like, all this crazy hateful stuff over just fucking, like, building houses it's and It's a stuff. game. And so, it's a fucking game. So, for me on Tumblr, like I was like very loud and like I would say stuff and i would be like, This is how I feel. And like people would be like, like coming at me, like shots fired, like real crazy. And then if you, you, um, not I don't want to say backpedal, if you like say, like, you know try to push back like then you're xyz that's like oh my gosh did you just call me a fucking f word and i'm like what where do you get that from so i feel like from that experience like and i um like we talked about me and Ema talked about this like off the mic the only people feelings really that i care about like the only people that really can hurt my feelings are other black people mm-hmm. so i felt like after that like Getting into like little debacles, but like like people that I have never met before or like something like that, I was just like, oh my god, maybe I need to like, like tone it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But now I don't really. Uh, I'm starting to like give a fuck less, and also I'm like, understanding that, like you said, just because, like, you know, somebody's louder doesn't mean that they're, like, you know, technically right. Yeah. And also, it's okay to, like, disagree on something. And also, just because um, you feel a certain way doesn't mean that, like, oh, this is definitely hate or whatever. Exactly. So the podcast has helped me articulate that and feel better with, like, one, like, standing up for myself once again. Because it's crazy, because, like, I used to be, like... Um, excuse me, like, getting real... Cr- like, I used to gather people up in class and school and stuff like that, and then I, like, kind of, like, toned it down and also, like, incidents at, you know, one of my old jobs. I, am mm-hmm. like, have, you know, went into, like, a little shell a little bit. But now, like, talking on podcasts is making me feel like, okay, like, I got this. I know mm-hmm. how to... And it's okay to be loud, and it's okay to, um, you know, be aggressive. Yeah, absolutely. I actually encourage it. Um, <laughs> next question
0: is, um, what are your go-to ways to calm your anxiety? That's an awesome question. Um, I'm actually struggling today. If we're in a, you know, if we're gonna be transparent, I'm struggling today because none of my tactics are working, and that's when I personally get a little bit irritated because I'm like, how do I just sit in feeling anxious? Do you know what being anxious feels like? It feels like constant racing thoughts that is exhausting. So it's like, how do you just sit in constant racing thoughts? No way. So even while I'm doing this podcast, I still feel like a like like I'm late for something. I feel like I'm I forgetting something. I feel like I left the oven on. I feel like I'm just waiting for someone to be like you forgot to pay this bill like i just feel like something that i'm doing is harmful right now and i'm not doing anything wrong i'm not doing anything wrong yeah, right now yeah so
1: i say, i had to uh, <laughs> cuz when you text me that i was like you nah, know we are not the mayor everything's fine yeah
0: yeah i i get stressed out and it's just i have to i have to say it out loud so i guess one of my go-to techniques is saying it out loud that and not being afraid that it sounds irrational. So if you have someone in your life, which I pray that you do, that you trust, for me, it's Sabria and it's like a few of my other friends, I know that even if I say something that doesn't make sense, they're not gonna say, come on, that's dumb. What they're gonna do is tell me the facts. Today, I was stressed out that we wouldn't be able to provide enough care packages for people, even though we're fundraising and we're doing a great job. And Sabria had to say the truth, which is that, Iman, you are not the mayor. It is not your job to feed the entire city. This is a nice gesture, and you need to be proud of it because it is something that you did not have to do. You took the time, and you made it an initiative, and that facts help me. So having a fact fact checker in your life is helpful. Um, For me, taking a walk. With some headphones on, being outside and realizing that a lot of things that you worry about absolutely aren't as important as your brain tries to trick you into believing. And just kind of being one with nature and seeing how no matter what, this shit is going to do its own thing. doesn't care about what else is happening in the world. That makes me feel better. Um, cartoons. Oh, you know what is an underrated cartoon? Lady and the Tramp. Disney Plus. I was. I, I've been watching
1: it. <laughs> I really. I yeah. really be forgetting to use it. Oh wow! I
0: watch Disney Plus all time. Oh, uh, the other day I watched Mulan and I was in bed crying my ass off. And The Simpsons so is much. on Disney Plus. I go to bed to that every night. Um, but anyway, like watching some cartoons, I've been stretching a lot. And there's this song by Lauryn Hill. It's called Peace of Mind, and it really helps me like sometimes I'll just stretch to that song and I feel like she every time she sings that song, she is in the exact same place I am at. She's overwhelmed, but she's grateful. And I that for me is it. So I, I would highly suggest that. And breathing. Breathing centers you. You take three breaths in, you take four, well, you take you breathe in for three seconds, and then you breathe out for like four or five. That's the key to me. Like exhaling for longer than you inhale really like makes shit land for me. So those are really technical things that I use to kind of keep me from running into the river sometimes.
1: Um, For me, watching people on um, YouTube um, helps me a lot um, because I just love seeing people who are, um, and the thing is I know a lot of people have like problems with like YouTubers and stuff like that. But like for me, the ones that I watch and the ones that I um, decide to, you know, give my energy to are the ones who are like, like, I feel like they're like us. But as YouTubers, they, excuse me, obviously, you know, they have it It's their hustle. You know, they make, you know, money off of the stuff, but they are not, like, trying to be a character. Um, and not in a sense where, because I do watch um, a YouTuber that um, is, like, you know, she's very animated and stuff like that. But I'm saying they're not, I don't take them as, like, egotistical mm. and very, like, non-relatable. So it really helps me watching people who are just, like, very humble and get excited over something like getting a couch mm. or something like that. Yeah. Because that gets me excited. And, like, the people that I watch, they make it seem like things are so doable Um, Also, because they're not like, you know, invested in like, you know, this drama, the stuff going on. So, like, seeing, just seeing people who have, um, dare I say, manifested. um, (laughs) Manifested. Wow, watch the word manifested. (laughs) I know I might get copyrighted by uh, B. Simone, (laughs) but they um, who have manifested um, success for themselves doing what they love, it just makes me happy. Yeah. That is, amazing. and it's not success on like a threatening, like yeah, um, it's scale. like the success that I want. I want
0: the type of success where I honestly, the way my mental health is set up, I know I could never be like a Beyonce, and like we joke about that and we imagine life being like you know, being rich and being on TV shows, being a red carpets and stuff. But if we're being realistic, if we're looking at the facts, neither one of us can do it. <laughs> No, i be- Both of us just want. We just want to be able to go to Whole Foods, go to the market, and not care about how much we spend.
1: The and the craziest thing is like I want like I would like I would love to live in like a loft.
0: Yeah, like just just like have like the car a two I want. stories. Four bedrooms. Exactly. My thing is, I want to be able to, like, go to the concert, just pay for it and stuff like that. Like, pay for play, pay for floor seats when I want them. Um, you know, have enough money to, like, take let, allow my kids. Like, I want money the way the white people that I be seeing at the mall with the Patagonia jackets have. Yeah. That's the type of money I want. Yeah. Where it's like, yes, I do pay for my kids' uh, college out of pocket. But at the end of the day, I saved for it somehow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I make a decent enough amount of money where I'm like, I can get what I want, but I'm there's there's still I'm, I'm I still feel like I I make a fair amount of money. Yeah. I don't want a trillion dollars. That's
1: disgusting. I don't
0: want it. Like I don't pe- I don't want that.
1: And I feel like you can definitely be um like you can live that way. Not even being a billionaire. Like I'm no. I'm a millionaire. I feel like you could just be like you know yeah. at a you know comfortable. If like you made five hundred thousand
0: dollars a year. And your spouse made five hundred thousand dollars a year. That would be like a million dollars that came into your household. That, that is an excessive amount of money to me. That I'll be more than happy to have. (laughs) That's That's,
1: and that's fine.
0: That's fine.
1: But um, I like watching YouTubers like that. That I don't. That, cause like I feel like I had to catch myself because I felt like that. It's like weird. Like I feel like for me it's really just shoes but I felt like I was being like materialistic and I'm like I don't like that but like the things that I get and stuff I really like to collect stuff and I like it for me Mm -hmm. I don't really I like watching people who don't like who have like you know their like little hobbies and stuff and that aren't as I know, people think that I'm flashy, but like just like simple people, it just makes me really happy.
0: Yeah, I love to simple see. people. Like, That's why I love the pioneer woman on the Food Network.
1: Yeah, like stuff like that. I love that, that she and really she probably. Is, I don't know what her views are. Scared. We to We don't them. do that. Yeah, please. She's, Just Ah. if there could just be one, but I all I have to say is don't if you find out
0: that the pioneer woman because y'all don't know what she mean to me. I got (laughs) starstruck when I saw her
1: before, like
0: her and the property brothers. (laughs) Like I (laughs) just I just need them to
1: be. It needs to be a secret. I don't want to talk about it. It needs to be kept a secret. But people like that that makes me happy. Just have like dinners and stuff. Like I just love. Like I know people. I mean I don't watch. YouTube couples. Um, there was only one there was only one that I did watch and they got divorced, so like whatever. But I like watching people who just do regular shit. Like that just makes me so happy to just see people just day by day um, dare I say not like it's not like it's a fantasy, but I feel like all the trauma and like all this stuff, I don't see that. Yeah. It's just people just doing regular shit. Doing
0: regular things. And that's why I liked watching Lady and the Tramp. It's just like this super well, besides the Tramp story, <laughs> but Lady's story was perfect. And I love that. I love that some people do get to go through life happy. You know what I mean? And just seeing that gives me hope that like maybe that could be my life one day or my kids could be brought up that way. But the Pioneer Woman, she gives you recipes every day that. Connect to what's going on in her life. She's like, hey guys, I'm just making some meatloaf for the fundraiser. <laughs> and I'm like, that's what I want to do. Not meatloaf, but I want to make, like, cookies because my kids are coming in from soccer. So I'm like, my kids love these skillet cookies. Like, <laughs>
1: that's what I want my life to be. Yeah, like, I love cookies. stuff like that. So watching, so watching literally, like, people do, oh, dare I say, the bare minimum, like, basic <laughs> shit makes me so fucking happy. Same. And so, I think
0: people say they like that from us. Like, they like when we just talk bullshit. Because healthy conversation is is human. It's like... It's like building a relationship for real, for real.
1: Exactly. And I think that's also why I enjoy playing Sims so much. Like, I know a lot of people, like, do chaotic stuff. Like, they have, like, all these chaotic mods and stuff like that. As soon as I saw people, like, adding, like, crazy shit to their game where people, like, have random sex in public and, like, Mm-mm. can, like, sell drugs and stuff like that, I was like, I don't want that in my game. Like, don't I want... Don't you want that chaos I in don't, a make-believe land. I literally want people, the characters that I play with to be successful, to have a strong family lineage. Like, that's how I play. Like, I just like sit like, even though people think that I'm flashy and like a chaotic person, what makes me the most happy is just regular shit. Yeah, seriously. just Normal, normal shit. People sitting on the fucking couch <laughs> bantering. With some popcorn. That shit. That's a Some poppycock. Like that makes me so <laughs> happy.
0: Like my I love like just air conditioning and blankets and like I just stuff just, like that. Like puppies. watching
1: watching people like do stuff like that. And you know what I like though? Very happy.
0: I like when I'm doing the bare minimum and everybody's satisfied with it. Because sometimes, and this happens, you can have people in your friend group or family where you everybody's relaxing and one person is unsettled by it. They they're like, Well, what are we gonna do? Like they want an activity. I don't need people like that in my life. And I'm so happy that my friends know how to sit their asses down and relax. Mm -hmm. Everything is not going to be the fuck posh, okay? Some things are not going to be a cute brunch with mimosas. Sometimes we're going to be in big sweatpants in the house cracking up watching Netflix. If that is not enough for you, there's the door. Because I just can't do it. I really cannot. Okay, and our final question It's a listener question asking about, um, she she pretty much was saying that when everything has happened with Black Girl Brunch, and I'm like summarizing this story, when everything happened with the Black Lives Matter movement, no one acknowledged it, right, at her job. However, once, and I'm kind of reading, however, once the looting and rioting started, that's all I've been hearing about around the office. People are upset that the stores are closing back down and that the stink-ass Walmart is closing early. Like, are you kidding me? that's what's upsetting you um she goes on to say that the people in her life like her mom and grandmom are basically telling her that she's tripping and saying passive things like maybe they don't know what to say or it's a touchy subject and I just feel like that's the problem with some of us in the black community we normalize this type of silence and I just need a second opinion Am I wrong for feeling like they need to speak up? Do they have to? If they don't, does it mean they don't care? I'm just a little confused. Sorry about the long message. Don't apologize for a long message because that's it's it's hefty and that's what like a lot of us are going through right now. I feel like you know what i mean it's hard because you do see a lot of these companies out here giving these these statements that don't reflect what's happening mm-hmm. inside their organization mm-hmm. and i've said that the other day like there are companies i have worked for i have been un- uncomfortable black women inside these companies yet and still now they got all these graphics we hear you we see you we respect our black colleagues and and xyz and blah 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 it's like who told y'all that because the damn sure wasn't the black employees who told you how do you know how have you assessed this what do you do what are the initiatives name them what do you do with such higher black people like what do you do so on one hand there are people who are are saying things but it doesn't mean anything Mm -hmm. but then on the other hand you have folks who just are ignoring it and that's wrong, too. Mm-hmm. That is wrong, too. I don't know which one's worse, but they're both wrong. And I don't think that there will be anything for you as a black woman to go to HR and be like, you know what I mean? I don't know where this company stands about my existence. <laughs> I don't know how you where you stand, and I feel very much alone. And it wouldn't have hurt if y'all would have gave an honest statement, mm-hmm. assessed where you are. Because it could be an opportunity to say, I would respect the brand or a company, if they were like, you know what, we have not made the conscious conscious effort to be intentional with how we talk about social identities, exactly. not just race, and we're gonna
1: re- not like just race, social reconfigure identities, reconfigure the way we do things here.
0: This is now going to become a priority because we do realize that this we were privileged and this wasn't hurting us. So therefore, we ignored it. So I absolutely think everyone should be saying something. But what they should be saying is the truth, mm-hmm. not fucking lies to make it like they're all MLK. Also,
1: we will Google you. Like, the numbers
0: will show. The numbers will show because if you talk, you you make this decorated statement like L'Oreal. Like the NFL, we have the receipts. I couldn't
1: believe it. We know,
0: we know. Or these other statements, these other places like black this, black that, but where are your black marketing managers? Where are your black directors? Where are the black women or black people in leadership? Where are they? Because we don't see them.
1: They ain't there.
0: They ain't there. That's why we don't see them. Y'all put black people in the warehouses only.
1: Period.
0: (laughs) That's it. Because that's
1: I, not where the, the,
0: the money money is. Mm-hmm. It's impossible sometimes to climb corporate ladders. If people have a, a bias about you, they're never going to hire you because they're always going to think that there's something wrong. You're always aggressive no matter how nice you are. Mm-hmm. You are not wrong. And I do agree. There are some older black people who have gotten so used to If they keep their head down, they can just keep making a living they don't want to say anything they don't want to shake the table they don't want to shake the table at all so i think that we can't fault them because at the end of the day like they were raised that way mm-hmm. and. Whatever. Sometimes there, I feel like my mom and like the her generation's only thing that they can really do at this point is just go vote because like, like nothing else. Is yeah, as really I was say,
1: that makes sense to them. It's it's years say, and years for of me, unlearning. That shit don't add up. But yeah, it is years and years of unlearning, and it's like I personally, if I were you, I wouldn't stress myself out to try to go back and forth with them because I feel like it's a lost cause because. They some of them are like not to sound ageist or whatever, but uh, also like never mind. I was about to say something that was like really rude, but um, <laughs> how about never mind? But um, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was what I was gonna say was it's very. I feel like it's a lost cause to explain because a lot of them aren't movers and shakers like we like the youth is. So they're not really going to be out there in the field like I mean the most they're going to do is vote. Yeah. And I but honestly
0: what I do think we need to stop doing at at work is allowing people to make us uncomfortable because now we work, get quiet that's a different story. Cause yeah cuz we get quiet and people will say, "Well, you never said anything." And that's why they can put these statements out about how black people are so happy, not knowing that we talking to each other about how miserable we are. Shit. So it's like I do believe that you should be going. There's a respectful way to say Everything.
1: Yes, because I used to be like, um, I don't like this.
0: I yeah. don't like this. Yeah, and, like, recently, like, I know somebody who got with their management, and their management were like, yeah, you're correct. And if you don't know what to say, maybe you need to uh, talk to some of your black employees about how they feel, because that means you don't know where you stand. So, I absolutely understand you for being upset. And no matter which way you want to do, because sometimes you're like, well, why am I going to go to these HR people? They ain't going to say nothing. I wouldn't blame you if you start looking for another job. And, and now you know I need to be somewhere who sees my blackness. Mm-hmm. and and is willing to advocate for me because I, you are going through mental distress right now. You got to come to work, get on these conference calls, and act like nothing is going on. That's not right. Mm-mm. That isn't. It's not right. You wouldn't expect people to do that after, like, after incidents happen to white people. After they fucking dog died. Please. Oh, my God. Please. Don't let their dog die. And I'm sorry. If my dog died, I'd be upset, too. Let's, let's start there. But I'm just saying, like humans die black people, they'll be like So are you able to do sure, yeah. answer that <laughs> what would you yep. say, Eric? That's
1: really yep. be. They're like,
0: how you feel they're like, what's up? How you feeling? You like
1: They're like, did you watch that? You're like, um did you watch Tiger
0: King? I'm feeling heavy. Like, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. They're like so Epstein, he has a new documentary. You your eyes be real red from crying?
1: you like okay. You like, I
0: don't wanna watch that right now. I don't want to watch fucking,
1: it. You fucking weirdo?
0: Yeah, like, can y'all just stop for one second, please? But yeah, those are the questions. Um, We're going to hit a sunken place really quick because we're getting close to time. Oh, I um, didn't realize. So we just want to put B. Simone in a sunken place because she's an idiot. Let's we'll start there.
1: Period. And
0: she recently was being interviewed by Nick Cannon which I don't know why I don't does Nick Cannon have a show or a radio station I What's guess going on? so
1: it might be a podcast it might be a podcast but um sorry I just read something chaotic but mm-hmm. um she um, he might have a podcast um since first of all I hate hate when celebrities have podcasts it's like we don't want to hear no more shit from you I just don't listen because every time they have a podcast it's always listen. they're like come Come on. You really gonna let them do that? <laughs> now y'all see what they doing out there. You see what they doing. You see how they talking. All right. So you
0: telling me if your man wanted to cheat, you wouldn't allow him to do it? You like no? They were like, really come, come
1: on. Come on. Twenty twenty. If he said he looked you in eyes said he loved you, you wouldn't let that man cheat. You come nah, on. No,
0: I'm sorry. The, the thing, thing is also cheat.
1: they be so fucking loud. Like they don't understand anything. And they about- don't.
0: They don't let the other person speak at all. Joe button does not let other people talk. He's so loud. I have and
1: never heard a sound clip from anybody else on his show besides him.
0: <laughs> you know what? I really don't like people who who just yell like that because I'm like you have no intention of having a conversation.
1: And, and also like again, we've, we we oh, are y'all know, we've been doing this for 3 years and I feel like we have such a good um I we have such a good what word am I looking for? understanding. Duh. That was easy. <laughs> I thought you to, a, to pull off something I from was Webster. To, I was trying to. We have such a good understanding of how, power, like, not the technical aspects, but we understand how to host a podcast so much that I feel like we don't even have to have that. Besides, you know, Iman doing the outline for the podcast, we don't have to have so much, like, discussion on how this goes. Like, for instance, like, when we've had guests come on, like, it's – three of us talking, but we still are the same how we are. It's just like, it's not that much effort into like how this is going to go because we know how it goes. Yeah. It's a
0: manners. It's the same thing. If exactly. you, it's, it has zero to do with a podcast as much as it has to do with the fact that when three people are talking at once, no one's going to be able to hear. And it's And, at, and, and sometimes it's accidental. Like, sometimes people get excited. You be, like, oh, my God, yeah, no, no. That's different, right? That excitement, because you rail it in quickly, because mm-hmm. you start to realize what's happening. But when you literally, 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 literally know that you're screaming and you're just trying to overpower, you don't give a fuck. What, who, who walks away understanding what, as long as you were the loudest? Also- I can't fuck with that.
1: They, I feel like they don't, like, obviously we're not, like, staring at each other when we do it, but I feel like they don't look at each other and like, the body language and, like, they don't know, okay, this person is finished talking. Or mm. they don't feel it. Because, like, sometimes I feel when you're done. Like, yeah. you make the point and then I'll come in and it's, like, you do the same thing. Like, we both feel when each other are done. The point, point. And um, we, uh, like, can read each other's body language and, like, maybe, you know, we might be having an off day and eat. Like, either one of us will, you like know, like at the pick beginning up. of the show, yeah, will like pick up where
0: <laughs> when I wasn't saying anything. So I, it's
1: like, <laughs> oh, what the fuck do I look like? You feeling off, and me just being like, rattle, 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 do, 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 do. Yeah, like, what cause the Because I'm like, this is
0: gonna be a quiet show because <laughs> I don't know what to say. So
1: I don't, I feel like they have, like, again, this whole pandemic, The between the pandemic and like this whole race war that's going on, I have real, that... Celebrity culture needs to fucking end. They're fucking idiots. It does mm-hmm. not. A fucking like my dog could be a you know a celebrity. So I feel like definitely celebrity culture definitely needs to be abolished. Um and uh like the just because you make a lot of money and you have well let's a, get
0: into what she did. Oh yeah, what she did. So B Simone actually was on uh Nick Cannon's show. told me how she hi, can't yes. date anybody who's not an entrepreneur. No, because, baby boy, I'm out here manifesting. I'm getting my money. If you're not a CEO, if you're not an entrepreneur, you know, yeah, like, you have to make money. So, basically, she was saying that if you don't, if you're not an entrepreneur like she is, then she can't date you. She can't date no nine-to-five nigga. So, for me... Entrepreneur culture is so annoying, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with being an entrepreneur that it's not admirable, but it is not for everyone. How raise your hands at home <laughs> if you know at least 12 people who want to start their own thing, but all 12 of them want to start the exact same thing? Raise your hand if you're starting to know people that have juicing businesses. Raise your hand if you know someone who wants to start a shea butter business. Raise your hand if you know someone who who wants to start lashes. And I'm not saying that those people won't be successful, right? But I'm saying it is not original anymore. And sometimes you have to make peace with the fact that a nigga at the 9 to 5 makes more than an entrepreneur, sometimes. Now, if it's your dream, it'll be worth it. But this assumption that all entrepreneurs make money, that's insane
1: to me. Also, read the room. Like, you don't... So we have so many people that are just selling... Um, things that are a want and not really a need, like, how about you do something else? Like, <laughs> a lot of people, like, 9 <laughs> to 5 people, <laughs> How much you
0: a, just do something else? It's just
1: that simple. <laughs> like, we ha- like, for instance, me, I mean, obviously, I'm not saying this to, like, be like, oh, f- cancel your dreams or whatever. But, like, me, when I was, like, first going into college, one of the things I wanted to do was be a fashion designer. First of all, I can't draw. Um, and I just don't have the temperament for that. Mm-hmm. And for me, as a kid, I thought that would be more lucrative to me. Because I was in... I thought as soon as I got into fashion, I would be like the house of Louis Vuitton. Like mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be like high fashion, Like, but there's like levels to things. And so as I got older and I realized that, like, you know, maybe that's not for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not really that passionate about it. It's something that I like. And I feel like a lot of people don't understand just because you like something does not mean you have to invest fully and try to sell it to us. No. Because the thing is also... She does not understand what an entrepreneur is. First of all, you're on Nick Your Nick Cannon is your boss. You're yeah. on Wild and Out. You're not an entrepreneur just because you wrote a book and you have, you know, have become a millionaire from, you know, doing hair here and there. Yeah. Not a hairstylist, you do hair here and there and you did it to, and you went back into hair to get to your goal of making a million dollars in, I, I think, a year or whatever. Yeah, whatever and, that's admirable, I'm not going to pretend like it's not. Yeah, and just because you, like, make videos on, like, you know, Instagram, and you yell, <laughs> and you talk about wanting a nigga. In and church, by and, the way, and yeah, church. and church and stuff, that doesn't make you an entrepreneur. And I feel like people think just because they don't clock in that that makes them an entrepreneur, and it doesn't. And And stop shitting on people who just are making their living the
0: way they want to make it. Do you understand that doctors technically have a nine to five? Do
1: you understand that nurses and healthcare professionals, everybody is needed. Like everybody is needed. And the thing is, professors. And even though we put her in a certain place, I want to say personally, like I, I, it's a lot of. First of all, she's annoying. But at the end of the day, she's a black woman, and so when people go hard on black women for certain things, I and. I might agree with them in a sense. I'm like, whoa, let's pull that back. Because a lot of niggas are being like, no, blah, blah, blah. blah. And it's like, all right, first of all, you shut the fuck up. Yeah, you are a you man. Say I, if you're a man. My this is for memory, girls. This, is gr- like this argument your, is for girls. It definitely is. Because when I first saw, when I read that people was attacking her and stuff like that, and I read, uh, and I saw um, the video, I was like, okay, like, I, me personally... I don't think that for what I want to do, I don't think that, like, I could possibly be with somebody who, you know, maybe works an office job because, like I said on Twitter earlier, that, like, I would like to travel for a living and I would like to have, like, a house here, a house there. So I want – I see myself, um, like, moving around a lot. Mm -hmm. So somebody that's, like, that – wouldn't be able to get as like a lot of days off. Somebody that has to be in the office and like yeah. have to. I don't think personally that would be for me. But
0: you have to look at where people are versus where they want to go. Exactly because but a lot, if that's like, where
1: you want to be, then yeah, I definitely, and that
0: but that's called being a normie. Like you don't our ambition doesn't match. Exactly. But I'm not gonna pretend like if I didn't meet the uh, the owner. Or, or, or like a, a high up exec like a record company technically that's someone who has a 9 to 5 that's not an entrepreneur it works for someone else Yeah. but if he makes good money and I like him I'm not going to be like you don't work for yourself it's unrealistic that everyone works for themselves. And so what need she needed to say from the beginning was that I can't date someone whose ambition doesn't match mine. Stop assuming that because someone's an entrepreneur that they have the same ambition because they might have a power struggle like you where they just want to be the leader. They don't want nobody to tell them what to do. Exactly. So at the end of the day, like that that was empty to say like, oh, I got to date an entrepreneur. I got to date a CEO. Like That is just, I feel like she lives in la-la land a little bit where it's just like you could have just said you want someone who's ambitious and left it there. Like exactly. no one's gonna it's fault like you for you that. You
1: tear somebody down mm-hmm. in order to be like, look, I'm getting money. I'm doing this, blah blah blah, blah mm-hmm. blah And like that's the thing that like I just cannot fucking get with. Because there are but-
0: people who would cry if they woke up with her bank account. Exactly. And that's my
1: whole thing with like money.
0: It's like so like you are over here flipping out and bragging. Meanwhile, Oprah Mary she adopted her man from somewhere, and, like, they just live happily ever after. Like, Stepman is just, you know, out here, <coughs> right on Oprah's coattail, <laughs> Period. And she loves him. And like, at the end of the day, people who have money just do what they want to do.
1: Exactly. Just do it. Just and, do what you want to do. And also, it's very tone deaf for influencers and people like that to talk like that when it's the public. It's the people who have nine to five and stuff like that who yeah. built you up.
0: Yeah, and when I'll tell you, I don't take true offense to that. Because yeah, like, I don't, I, that I don't take true offense. That didn't fit me at all because also— I love nine-to-fives. Nine like, from
1: a person who did not have one at one point, I love it. I and, really do. And also, this isn't my end-all, be-all, so no. I'm not going to take offense to But in to the that. meantime— But the thing is, again— the niggas that was, like, saying shit about it, I'm like, y'all shut the fuck up. Yeah, because y'all just yeah. don't have jobs, period. And yeah, that's a lot problem. of y'all don't have jobs, period, and you, um, y'all you complain about the, the stuff that you do, and you don't really do a good job at it. But yeah. that's besides the point, because I mm-hmm. don't want to get too deep into it, because then I'm going to start sounding classes. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I just... Nice of
0: you to uh, recognize that. I
1: just, <laughs> I just can't stand that culture of, like... I'm like I'm that girl like I got money like I'm the to love like it's lame it's it's so fucking lame because like even though the city girls are how they are they aren't even like that.
0: no it's like they talk they
1: shit on their rap songs and also like if you and it's so their rap songs like (laughs) and also they are so used to get money niggas they don't even gotta talk they don't even gotta like make videos like that it's just like that's they imagine Rihanna
0: like I gotta date somebody who's an entrepreneur it's like
1: Oh, sorry. I, I Are didn't you shit okay?
0: On <laughs> Are you seriously all right? Because I just I think I, I had like too many no, sweets. No grip today. You can't control it. <laughs> but also, we haven't been in the studio in a while. Yeah, so it's like let's bless it up by
1: <laughs> passing gas. But um, but yeah, she just is like such a weirdo, and I am just like I'm not a fan. I'm, I'm not just, a fan. But I, never either, was, I never was I never was a, a fan. Um, and it's and it's like so dumb to say that. Like you literally are like somebody said on Twitter. Like you're literally Nick Cannon's employee. But that's what I mean. So words mean things, and words mean. And things. also, everybody works for somebody. Everybody. You work for the
0: public. Everybody works for somebody, and it's just like stop shitting on people. Because if somebody, even Beyonce, worked for somebody, if she worked for the fucking public too. My whole thing is,
1: I, I never want to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't need care that. about that. Like, like I, I think um, I've said it on episodes before. Please put me in a fucking studio where it's it's, it's established studio. Yep, Netflix produced it. <laughs> yes, Netflix produced it. Let me team up with them. Price
0: produced it.
1: I am 17 fucking, magazine am fucking it.
0: begging like put I me don't wanna do studio it. this I, is a lot of work I'm lazy as fuck I was just saying to earlier like I was just saying to earlier. I was saying earlier to Sabria that like if I could name a celebrity that reflect our podcast style it would be Lauren Hill. It would be people who have the the passion for who have the like passion and the talent but don't always have the energy. Like I am not a B, a Beyonce at podcasting because if I were the social media would look different. Like the, my outreach would be different. But I know my energy is like on some organic shit, and I have faith, and that's how I am. So I'm like, no, I don't. I don't need all that. Yeah, exercise. exactly.
1: And that, that doesn't. That makes me feel like crazy because we did. We were like that in college, and mm-hmm. all of we both we were, tired ourselves like, out. We Tired ourselves out. We were always like stressed out and like mm-hmm. having breakdowns and like no more just being like just making ourselves physically ill from being like that. And I just don't like what the fuck. Do you think that's a badge of honor? Like exactly because like literally I. After after I graduated college and I didn't get a job, like, just like that, I literally had a nervous breakdown. Yeah. And it just, That's like, a, and I feel like I haven't been, like, this, not to be dramatic, like, I feel like I haven't been the same since. Yeah. That I don't even remember, like, me, how I was when I was 22, because I was just so literally, like, a workaholic and, like, all this stuff. So I'm like, you know what? Things, you know, it will, you you put in the work how you know, and things will, the ch- the chips will fall, um, or they may. Yeah, that's no, how I absolutely. feel. Absolutely. So, so the hell with her. <laughs> um, and Seriously.
0: just really quick, we will talk. We'll get back next week talking about insecure and stuff like that because we are running a little behind with time. Surprise, we're back. But uh, <laughs> for common sense, we just kind of wanted to talk about how a lot of people like to consume energy from black women and leave us drained dry and I'm again just trying my best to muster up strength but I have felt that my energy has been consumed when I was already on Mm e, and it has been from men and it has been from white people Mm -hmm. and first we could talk about the white folks um you know with this black lives matter thing a whole Something that everyone is starting to finally understand, which is the beginning of the work, right, is that it's not enough to just be not racist. You have to be anti-racist. So I think with that new understanding came this whole idea of if you you have to show that you're anti-racist. And what we meant was... Either opening your purse, protesting, correcting the people in your life, and casually checking on your black friends. But instead, this has released a storm of white people trying to prove that they aren't racist. And they have been reaching out nonstop to the black people in their life, their four black friends, and they have been laying it on them thick. And what it is is not just people trying to apologize, like, you know, to check on you. It's people trying to get black people to say that it's okay. you're okay. So what's supposed to have been you coming here to check on me has ended up being me checking on you. Yeah, because like now are I got to cuz you acting weird. You acting weird. Now you're you're set. you're crying because you you ain't know nothing that has been harming me for years. like are you kidding me? Like that is insane to me. And I know this probably happens to all black people, but as a black woman, I do feel like people are coming to me to nurture them. You know, and I'm like, "Do the some fucking mammy shit. Do the work. Do the work." And When we said check on your black friends, we meant have something to say. Don't go checking on your black friends and you don't have nothing to say. You haven't processed how you felt. You haven't processed what the reaction might have been. You just get up and start talking, see a black friend, and you don't have any direction, and that's why shit don't feel good when you walk away. You walk away from a conversation like, well, did I say the right thing? Did I do this that, and the other? Because you didn't think all you wanted to do was just be hyped to go get some comfort from a black person, and you didn't think about how. how. When I apologize because my grandpa says nigger during Thanksgiving, what the fuck is Iman supposed to do with that? Am I supposed to a say sorry back? B listen to you during a time where I'm exhausted? See what what do you understand that twelve thousand other people like one? I'm I'm tapped out from sharing resources, but now if you send me an eighteen-page long letter talking about how your grandpa owned slaves, it's like mm. what am I supposed to do with that? Because then I'm gonna start looking at you weird. It's like, so you have been knew this, and it took for black people to literally burn shit down for you to realize, oh, God, I am a little privileged.
1: What the fuck were you doing this entire time? Exactly, because when Black Lives Matter first started, I remember feeling so alone and so crazy radical and so, con- it's so controversial that I was going off. I was getting into arguments mm-hmm. with people. I just felt so, like... I I felt like me doing this, I am so brave because first of all we was young as fuck. Yeah. And I was still it was in like twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen ish. Yeah. Um was it before was it it was not it was I think that's when thing like it, it became a hashtag. It wasn't two two thousand twelve with Mike Mike Brown.
0: No, um, it was twenty fifteen with Mike Brown
1: was it uh, it was Trayvon, Trayvon in Martin
0: 13 uh,
1: yeah so when Trayvon martin happened I remember being so angry and feeling like I, f- I felt so alone and felt so radical that I was getting upset about this. I'm like, why isn't anybody talking about this? Like, why isn't anybody else outraged? Like, people are really making excuses why this happened. I'm getting confused because all this new information is coming out. And then the media is trying to make me feel dumb for being upset about this. And they're like, well, here are the facts. This is what happened, blah, blah, blah. And then, like you said, like 2014, 15, like when Black Lives Matter stuff really started kicking off, it was just like, I just felt like it was just, and obviously it just wasn't me by myself, it was other people, but, like, in my, I don't want to say circle because it wasn't, like, people in my circle, but I just felt, besides, you know, if it wasn't, if I didn't have Ima with me, I just felt so alone and so angry and so crazy because I'm just like, I am Phone, and then it's crazy because now some people are just trying to be so hyper aware that they're making fools out of themselves. They're making fools out of themselves, and they they fucking burning me out. Exactly, because like it's like you're trying to cop a plea so fucking bad that, like you said, you coming to me babbling like fuck, like fucking courage the cowardly dog, (laughs) And, (laughs) and I'm just like. I feel like definitely like useless. Like you fucking stupid dog. Like <laughs> what is ha- like what they am, want us
0: to be Miriam but we are actually
1: useless. Like yes. I, that's how I feel. Like y'all are um like, well, yeah, what are we supposed... Like, I cannot stress this enough. Like, what are we supposed what to do about, with that information? Have you thought like, about your tr- next step at all? Exactly. Have you thought about what happened happen after you bitch th- to me? They're trying to save face and clear their name. And for years, I mean, the guilt is starting to rush up because they probably, you know, made a, a black coworker feel, you know, some type of way. And now they're reflecting on it. Like, and when that happened months ago, years ago, and they're finally reflecting on it because people, is, first of all, is you know, people keep on saying it since we're still in a pandemic everything is in your face you can't escape you can't go to the beach you can't do this blah blah, blah. and that is exactly why when we went to go protest when i saw those group of white people sunbathing mm-hmm. i told them to get the fuck up because all of this is going on and this is when this is the the second day when everybody was protesting mm. and everything no this this is the when the first day honestly the first day that's that's when this is when ev- shit hit the fan yeah that's when everybody in, in america started like protesting and that's why i told them like get the fuck up there is no way that i am uncomfortable i am hot I don't want to be around all these people and you are sunbathing. Sunbathing. while I so don't this give is going a fuck on.
0: about social distancing. So you can't lie <laughs> and pretend like your exactly. health is you cuz they were
1: in a mob of people and these are the same those type of people. Those are the same people that are like trying to apologize and like cop a plea and exactly. you know, all this stuff exactly. like that stuff like that. But what are
0: you doing? But what are you doing? Like what are you doing? And for me, I I think people are out here and they're like, well, what do you want? You said you want white people to speak up and now they're speaking up and that's not enough. You're right. It isn't enough because when we say speak up, that doesn't mean do it incorrectly. Come on now. Y'all know that. That's like if you you want somebody to say something to you, you don't just accept it in any way because, again, what does that say about how you feel about me if you're not taking the time to even do it in a way that makes me feel better? I don't need y'all to just be loud the fucking democrats showing up with kente cloth washing people's feet that is weird
1: and also i didn't people, know they was washing people's feet it's this video of like washing feet what the fuck also that is the all black people know that is the worst kente cloth also Duh, just but the that's thing the is kin- what was that's it the supp- kin- kindergarten kente cloth what was it supposed <laughs> to add all
0: we want is for you to defund the fucking police that's all you want you're doing all this extra shit like check up on me show me that you're here for me and keep it pushing do not burden me do not burden me that's one example of how I feel like people come to their black friends because they, they see us as this these this hub of fun and sassiness like we know that's what people see black women as especially black women like Sabrina and I because that's what we are we are a hub of fun and sassiness 60% of the time And then 40% of the time we decide to be not that way. This is absolutely that 40% of the time. And it's like you want to come to me and you want this to be a a quick wash of the hands. You want that guilt going so bad because it's so uncomfortable to live in what we live through every day that you just have to go to a black person and have them say, you're a good girl sally may and you're, you're a good you're girl you're seeking
1: validation you're,
0: you're a good girl no not you you're not like them but you are you are like them and it's okay you can grow from that you can grow from that when i hear about things that happen to other uh communities that i'm not part of but i consider myself an ally for the last thing i want to do is burden that friend what do you need from me What do you how are you feeling and what do you need? And if they don't answer, then I know they need space. (laughs) Maybe I'll check back in at a later date. But it's like, what do you need? I don't need you to come and say, thank you for being such a good ally. Not trying to be smart. I fucking know I am. I know I am. Exactly. I know I know that I I stand up in private, in public, and I, I don't take offense. I understand how you could hate people
1: like me. And and our ignorance. I understand. I'm not going to question it or defend it. I get it. That's why I don't understand, like, what's not clicking. Because, like, when I see something happen to a trans woman, I immediately, you know, uh, if, like, a trans woman that, like, I'm friends with, I ask, like, "Are are you okay? Like you said, how can I help? And maybe at a later date, you know, check in again and then go back to, like, you know advocating yeah and also like making jokes and stuff not on no weird shit being exactly. like i like let me bow down kiss your feet like i'm sorry i'm such a, a stupid fucking sissy i'm so fucking yeah i don't get what's like not cooking. i'm sorry you are too and then it's like
0: crazy when um like when i hear trans women talk about cis women i understand exactly because i know shitty cis women I do. And they're right. They're right. They're right. They fucking suck. They can be very evil and they just are on a power trip sometimes. There's no way in the world I'd dive in and say, yeah, but we didn't know. Like, no. How you feel is how you feel. And you're not wrong. That's what white people need to do. Stop trying. Just understand how we feel how we feel. Follow the fucking lead, and that's it. I don't have nothing else to say. Don't come to my inbox. On the show, you said, I said what the fuck I said, and if you don't get cursed out, you will get ignored. That's just how it is. I am tired and tired and tired and tired of trying to make white people feel good even when it's supposed to be about me. I don't give a fuck about your feelings. I don't care. And then we got men who are consuming women because they don't know how to communicate and they're not fun. So they, again, I saw on Twitter, someone was like, hello, this is my emotionally support girlfriend. And that's what I My feel emotional like. Emotional support ex-girlfriend. My emotional support ex-girlfriend, yes. And I feel. Child, you know I feel it. I feel that a lot of guys keep me around for emotional support because I have been trained as a woman to understand that men don't always get the things that they need, right? I recognize that there might have been some toxicness. They might be a little traumatized from their upbringing. So now as a woman, I'm tax- tasked with being patient to somebody who won't be half as patient with me.
1: So what happens?
0: Now I am a therapist. Now I am a girlfriend. Now I am a mother. Now I'm a teacher. Now I'm Martin Luther King. And who are you to me besides someone who gives me dick? (coughs) And honestly, I can handle that myself at this point. Because I told you I got toys from Amazon Prime. (laughs) Period. Like, I don't need these guys anymore. I don't. I have found out that vibrators are what... Y'all should have been said something to me about I that. T- I told you. No, you ain't say enough. You whatever you said, <laughs> I would have remembered it if you would have. I told
1: f- you, Iman, no. and you said, I don't know. I like the real
0: thing. I, I do, and, but you know what? Pandemic has got me out here like <laughs> they don't know me like I know me. <laughs> That's how I've been on some. I can, like when I'm, like after you do your thing, whichever I read it, you go to bed like I have no, no I have no shame I, you're, no one's to the left. I don't have, I'm, i this post nut clarity has, it is what it is. Exactly. And I'm not by myself. I got my whole bed to myself. I'm gonna go turn on Disney Plus. Period. <laughs> that's just how it is. That's how it is. But that's what I'm saying. Like, why is it that I am expected to give so much to these people? And like, there used to be, I was talking to Sri about this earlier. There used to be a time where you talked to, like, when I was in college, in high school, the number one thing I was afraid of was guys using me for sex. I felt like every guy was trying to get in my pants. Every guy was trying to get me alone. They were trying to fuck me, right? Mm -hmm. And my number one job was to combat that. But now something is happening where I wouldn't actually, I actually wouldn't mind sex, right? I I really wouldn't mind it because at least I'm having a little bit of fun here, Mm -hmm. right? But now guys are to the point where they low-key, when they don't even want to hang out. They don't really want to have sex, they don't want to do anything besides randomly speak to you, randomly say hello when they are bored and they don't know how to consume themselves or anything. Also so like- it's like, why take? let's take away from Iman's energy. Let's take away from her. And I'm just like, what do you want from me? Because I'm starting to think the only thing you want is to annoy me. What do you want? Who does that? I can't think of a time where I message someone I'm not interested in talking to. So it's like, if you hit me up and then you're inconsistent, what's the problem? And for me, during these times where the, the world is just so crazy, I want to be checked on. I want to be checked on by everyone in a way that's organic. I know I just told people to leave me alone. But I do want, by men, I want to be checked on in a way that's like, hey, are you okay? I don't want you to stress me out more. I would absolutely rather you not even a wink in my direction. I promise you that. You're not doing shit for me. You're not paying no bills. You're not give, you're not intellectually stimulating. You're not fucking me. What are you here for? It's
1: just a pester. It's the weirdest fucking thing. Yeah,
0: they're, they're pesterers. There are a lot of men who are into annoying you. And I'm like, is that like a new kink that I don't know about where you just annoy the fuck out of a woman and then leave? Like, do you get hard also, from that? Like, also, what's happening? Sometimes they
1: don't leave. They keep on lingering around, and they pop up. And you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, what do I have to do? Because, like, it's weird because some people thrive off of being ignored. And then when you give in and you start talking to them, then they pull back. Why you bother me if you know you don't want me? Nothing. Like nothing that rings true, like even more and more and more as the days but go no, by. But no,
0: and it's getting to a point where it's happening so often. Like, I'm not talking about one particular person at yeah, all. Yeah, it like happens If, so ever, often if, if it's a so guy weird. was listening and, you, and you're feeling like, oh, she talking about me, P- probably, but not just you. Like, it's it's, it's a lot of you.
1: And also, it's weird because, like, sometimes, like, I'll be like, oh, maybe I'm not putting in enough effort or something. So things will drift away and I'll, like, hey, like, say, hey, pop up again. And then, start acting the fuck weird my thing is i rather like excuse me i rather somebody like for instance i had somebody last year at the end of last year tell me that they were not interested in me they just like we the only thing to them the only thing we had in common was sex and you know what I wasn't even hurt after that. Yeah. I was the only thing is I was annoyed because the person I'm like you're not the shit. Like <laughs> yeah, you really, I was annoyed. He look like it. a
0: fucking doofus. That's yeah, why i was like, like okay. You, I'm like
1: you're a nobody and you're like you're not the shit. But I appreciate like if you cut me off honestly and say like and state something like that is nothing. Is nothing. It's nothing else for me to do besides talk shit about you. with. E yeah. So Which like, we was gonna do regardless. Yeah, we was gonna do that regardless. Even if I, did, even if things worked. Even out, if we got I
0: was, married, I still was gonna talk about shit with you, about, period because that's how it goes.
1: But the thing is, like, there's nothing. Once you cl- cut me off clean like that and make it known where you stand, it's not. I'ma, no I'ma, wondering. I will, I will leave. It's, it's no, no mixed messages. I will leave you the fuck alone. Honesty. I'm honestly. It,
0: but you know what it is? It's like, all right. My whole <laughs> saying is, if you're confused, you know what it is. If you are in any way confused about how a man has been engaging with you, you pretty much know what it is. He don't like me, right? You say it. I hurt my own feelings. I ripped the Band-Aid off. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, he don't like me. He don't fuck with me like that because if he did, you know, this is how he would show up, right? So then I take myself out of the running to be America's Next Time model. And I'm like, okay, cool, like, the other contestants can go, like, I'll be over here. Um, I'm, I'm making YouTube channel and, like, cauliflower bites if anybody's interested. Mm-hmm. Like, that's me living my life. But when you take yourself out of the running and then that person is like, what you doing? It's like, well, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? Because the thing me? is I because pulled
1: myself away from you. I pulled myself here you away. Go. I'm leaving you alone.
0: I'm leaving you alone because you weren't interested. I don't If you, – I'm not a person where if you don't respond to me – I will not be reaching back out to you. That's just it. Um, unless I we have that type of relationship where I know you might have fell asleep or we there. But if I'm really getting to know people, I will not text you back. If you the last time you te- you stop texting me in the middle of a conversation, that's it. But. If I walk away, you come follow me. I address what you did that I didn't like. You say okay, and then you do it again. And then you keep reaching out, you keep reaching out, you keep reaching out. That makes me want to fight because it's like, why do you keep bothering me? And then I blame myself because I'm like, why do I keep attracting this inconsistency? But then I have to remind myself that... If I'm going through it and then you going through it and then my friend to the left and my friend to the right going through it, maybe it's not just me. Maybe it's just a problem with people believing that women are their energizer bunnies. When they feel like shit, they just go to a woman and they get this energy and we ask them questions and we listen to how they feel. And then once they're charged up, they go. Mm-hmm. Because the
1: thing with like, because like for, for me, I will always hear people say a certain thing about, like, I need to stop attracting this person XYZ. Sometimes you can't help who you attract. Because I feel like um, for both of us, I feel like even despite, I mean, both of us haven't reached our full potential. Because, first of all, we're not old, we're, we're still growing as people, mm-hmm. and um, we're still, you know you on the young side, and we don't have the funds for us to be truly who we are. But I feel like for what we have, I feel like we are, like, you look at us, it's clear, excuse me, who we are. Like, you could tell who Iman is by, like, the music she listens to, her hair, mm-hmm. like, how she is on social media, your brand auntie the Mm -hmm. fact that like me like my tattoos the hair that i wear how i do my makeup um you know on an alternative side i feel like we should be able to attract what exactly what we like so the fact that the thing is sometimes we do attract but a lot of times we actually attract who we like but then you attract who you like and they're fucking Weirdos, S-
0: fucking weirdos. That's the only thing I can say. They're so, not even the guys. Ain't even dogs no more. They just weirdos.
1: Exactly, and also like I like t- set um you know standards um for myself as um so so does Iman. and I also am very clear of what I don't like. It's weird. Like some stuff, I I mean, with some stuff, a very small percentage of stuff, I'm like I have a hard time speaking up with stuff. Um. But for the most part, when it comes to like relationships and stuff, I be like, I'm a very, um, I ain't like that like ass bitch, mm-hmm. or I just think it's funny that like I will call yeah. and I don't wait. I'm like when it comes to relationship stuff, I don't wait until like a oh, while. Wow. I'm like yo, this shit right in the moment that shit hurt it, my it feelings. It bothers me too much. So I feel like like for instance, if it's something like. The only time I'm, like, reluctant to say something, if it's something with me and Iman, because that's somebody that I really value. Like, <laughs> these niggas, like, I don't really... I feel like I don't... Like, if we get into something, if I lose you, it's oh fucking well. That's how yeah. I feel. Honestly, I wish um, I felt different, but I don't. Yeah, I just don't. I'm just not that, like, you know... I'm not I'm not afraid to lose them. So I feel like when you learn that, you know, if you're honest and you do this, like, you attract the people that you want... Doing that shit is not. No. Also like um trying to repress how you feel, that don't work. No. Nope. So it's just like, what the fuck is works. it? Works. What works? And yeah, what works. And also, like, I'm just so tired as, like, like you said, like, as a black woman, like, trying to somebody, trying to absorb her energy, like, oh, you're fun. You're this. Like, you got the body. You got this, mm-hmm. that, and the third. Oh, and my God. You, like- you have
0: these conversations with me. You're feisty. You'll argue with me. And then what do I get in return for giving you that excitement? What do I get besides confused and left? honestly and i'm just so tired of people liking me enough to want to reach out and talk but not liking me enough to respect the fact that that is very like triggering for me to just constantly be like fun girl honestly like i'm i'm a fun girl to you and i don't even carry myself that way i feel like i have not to be have respectability politics but i feel like i if there was a such thing as a marriage vibe, I would absolutely be giving it. These guys don't care. They decide what they want from you regardless of what you're giving. And you have to be careful of that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Honestly, I don't want to be the dead horse, but I am very much tired of people consuming my energy and looking for me to be the fixer. And it's like, hate to be corny, but who can I run to? Okay, I know who. Other black women.
1: Period. <laughs> Nobody cares about black women besides black women. That's why it's so important,
0: if you can, even online, to just connect with other like-minded black women. Because obviously, like, I can't connect with B. Simone, but, like, <laughs> I can absolutely connect with.
1: And even the, the other thing about black women, even if we disagree with each other, we still, like, like for instance, I don't fucking agree with B, what B. Simone said, but when niggas start saying something about it, I'm like, y'all shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, at the end of the day, I don't. I just think she said the wrong words. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think she said the wrong so words So it's
1: like Y'all shut the fuck up My this Y'all is just women. hate women Exactly So any excuse any mess, Anything that you consider A mess up And y'all be the same Fuck so this I mean this is for another Episode But y'all be the same niggas That be like I want a white girl or I want a mixed baby And stuff like that So y'all shut the fuck up Because the way yeah. people Was outraged I thought that she said she only date white men. That's what I thought, and I'm like, y'all really outraged
0: about that. Yeah, come on. It's it's really been more. It's just that she she hurt she she you know hit a nerve or two. But yeah, guys, that is it for the show. I'm getting sleepy as hell. I'm so happy to just finish Lady in the Tramp, go to bed, and like soak a little bit to the point. I know I'm going to wake up tomorrow feeling better. But today, I just, I felt, emo- I felt drained. I felt like somebody took a straw and sucked all my energy out my body. Um, and I just am happy that I was able to do the show because it absolutely made me feel better. Yay! Yes, yeah, so listen, if you're able and you haven't yet, Please donate to the Black Girl Give Back. You can find the link on our Instagram. Or if you can't donate right now, we get it. We understand it. It is still an economic crisis going on. So please just retweet and that works too. Also, if you want to follow us on social media, Black Girl Brunch on Instagram, BLK Girl Brunch on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram at Iman Matei. You can follow me on Twitter at IxMatei and Sabria. To email us at blackerrunch at gmail.com and yes we love you guys so much thank you so so much for a phenomenal three years of just supporting us welcome to all the new people continue to spread the world help us grow help us grow and we love you all
1: bye also before we leave happy pride Woo. wow happy pride peace